Hey everyone, welcome to our bonus edition of Strange Indeed, dedicated to the Great British Baking Show. This week we're covering Collection 11, aka Season 14, Episode 10, The Final. Woohoo! Welcome back, Jason, for the finals. Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy I'm here too, because this was quite quite an episode. Yeah. Really got me. This was, like, I'll tell you what, that little opening snippet had me watching for exactly that moment throughout the entire bloody episode. What was it? And it was Prue going... This wasn't your best work. Oh, I was just, I, and I was like, "When is it coming? Josh. When is it coming? When is it coming?" I was like, "Oh my!" I'm, I was seriously like, "I mean, because I watched this at like two thirty this morning, yeah. and I was just like, oh shit!" Like, when I you was, think about it, it sort of makes sense. It was Josh because he has been so consistent, you right. know. So to say that to him, because others have messed up more, but anyway. Yeah, I was just, I was like, I was like, okay, well, that is obviously like a, a negative. So mm. when is it coming? Is it coming in the signature? Is it coming in the showstopper? Is it coming in the blah, 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 blah? And we will talk about all of the things. But I was just <laughs> like, like, I was literally edge of my seat. And <laughs> it was, okay, maybe not literally. Maybe I was lounging back in my chair, but I felt the edge <laughs> of my seat. The tension was there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this one this one was interesting i think there's i haven't had a chance to get online a lot to see what um reactions were from fans online but i'm, I'm curious to know what everyone thought because I, I think a lot of folks probably expected it to go one way um so I don't know. Interested to hear, and I can't wait to hear what y'all uh, have have to say. So let's go ahead and jump into what we thought this week. So we always like to kind of start with each uh, bake and talk about our favorites, or just you know standout moments for those signature bakes, and talk about them individually in, in the bakers. Uh, so the signature bake this week were eclairs. Oh my gosh, I love eclairs. Um, really beautiful um, little bakes. They had to create two different types of eclairs. The requirements is that they did have to have different flavors and then um, some decor was a requirement. And then they did get a warning that they uh, the judges expected them to be able to balance the elements uh, like the shoe pastry and the filling, of course, would be key. So, uh, Jason, do you want to start us um, as our guest? Sure. I mean, my first thought is... Dan, you let you didn't put the sugar on it. What the hell? You're in the freaking <laughs> playoffs here. You're in the finals. You can't forget stuff like that. That put him off on a he, bad start right off the bat. It it did, mm. and he even made a comment. He's like, "Oh well, leave it to me uh, to to forget something because he, he's done it throughout." But I mean, you're right. You're you're exactly right. But it's like. He's, I mean, he knows I'm being harsh, but it it's because, and they made a point to say, you have to put the sugar on or it won't be crisp. And then they're like, oh, I forgot my sugar. Did you put sugar <laughs> on yours? Yes. Did you? Uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, I love Eclairs too, and they all looked great. Uh, but I think my favorite before we found out how they turned out, I already knew it was Josh's Eclair filled with coffee, pastry cream, talked with dark chocolate. I like 
chocolate and coffee. And I was like, oh, that is the best flavor combo. Let's see how it turns out. And then it turned out perfect. Like Prue said, it was, um, she said, I love coffee eclairs and it's perfect. And Paul said the chocolate level is good and the coffee, coffee level is absolutely spot on. So I was like, yeah, that's probably the one that I would be lighting up if I was in the crew hoping to get a bite. And they were perfectly filled. Like when mm-hmm. they cut into them, there were like no gaps or holes or anything. They were just perfectly filled. And I was like, that that's just perfect, you know, and yeah. you can't even see what you're doing, but he just, he did it so well. It was interesting to see him, you know, his parents talking about him and how he just, he aims for perfection and he'll keep trying over and over again until he gets it as good as he possibly can. And I'm like, yeah, that matches up with what we've seen of him. And, um, it's such a, I, I know I'm skipping ahead, but he didn't really achieve that with his showstopper. And that's what did him in. If he would have, he totally would have won the whole thing. I think, but he kind of slopped on the decorations at the end. <clears throat> so I choked a bit. I, I we'll, we'll get, we'll get, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll um, get to that. But, uh, cause I, I definitely have opinions on that, but, uh, no, I, I agree with you. Um, uh, the, the coffee is like the, the muted flavors. Um, like the, I'll mm-hmm. just call them darker flavors are, are, are my favorites too. And I feel like Maddie had a, was it a, a hazelnut? What was the what was Maddie's? He, he had banafi with banana one pecan praline. Uh, yeah, the the pecan. Well, I thought Dan had the praline. Nope. Um, on top. Oh well, maybe he Dan did too. Dan had a summer fruit punch jelly um, with a salted caramel mascarpone cream and praline ganache. Okay, yeah, the praline oh, ganache yeah. is what I was right. thinking of. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, the the banana and the walnut, like I. I'm a sucker for banana walnut ice cream. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know that, but banoffee, I don't know really what that is. Obviously there's banana in it, but is it like toffee? Like, so you uh, hear banoffee a lot on the bake off. And so I finally decided to look it up. I wondered if it was a British <laughs> thing and <Good. laughs> per chat, chat GPT, which I've been outsourcing a lot of my stuff to lately. It says <laughs> banoffee pie is a British dessert pie made from bananas, whipped cream, and a thick caramel sauce combined either on a buttery biscuit base or one made from crumbled biscuits and butter. It's name sometimes spelled, oh no, it doesn't matter, is a portmanteau combining the words banana and toffee. toffee banoffee yeah. pie was created in 1971. I guess you don't need to know all that, but um, now it's just used in English, in England to d- describe any food or product that taste or smells of both banana and toffee and i this whole time thought it was a banana and coffee which i had me really excited but it's banana and toffee which is also pretty good <laughs> yeah when you were when you were talking about caramel i was like oh it must be toffee yeah, yeah toffee yeah. is basically just really really thick caramel i wish there was more of that here in the states that i want bun off that does sound stuff. really good yeah 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 it's something you don't see paired together very often here yeah, it sounds yeah. amazing. And he was trying to achieve that, right, by having uh, – I didn't get to see all the technique, but he was trying to have his eclair kind of wrapped in caramel because I think Paul mentioned, like, you, you know, I, I see what you're trying to do with putting it on the outside, but I think you needed more of it. Like, it didn't have enough of the that flavor. It was more banana-flavored. Uh, uh, I'll be honest. His looked like they had the crunch um, and, mm-hmm. like, the the, the, the crisp the, – the, the crisp outer layer – 
And again, back to my, I'm a sucker for texture and the contrast of textures. So I could live with some banana cream if it had a nice crisp uh, pastry around it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like that, it did. It, I mean, I, bananas foster is something that I really enjoy. Me too. And mm-hmm. so that, that's where, that's where I do see those, those flavors together. That's true. And I mean, yeah. if you put it into a, if you put that into a pastry that I have a, a bite of, I mean, Oh yeah. What, what is it? Uh, hail to the, yeah, old school. It's hmm. fine. And I mean, he was saying, they were saying, um, that it was missing caramel flavor and Prue said for banana lovers, this is perfect. So I guess the balance was a little off mm-hmm. for them, but right. if you just like banana, mm-hmm. it's great. Yeah. Um, I, I like, I actually would have outside of the texture, the flavor of, of Dan's, um, citrusy one, the, that was the, was his, the mango coconut and, um, or no, I feel like coconut was, Sorry, my like I said, I watched this at two thirty in the morning, and I didn't take great notes. Um, Dan's had jelly Stra- cubes on it. Your favorite? Oh, yeah, nope, strawberries nope. And cream. <laughs> <Summer for punch laughs> Not jelly. what I was thinking of. No. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Not but my Ma- jam. Maddie's also had, he had a black. The other one was a black forest gato topped with Kirsch Chantilly cream. And I looked up Kirsch. It's brandy distilled from the fermented juice of cherries, which sounds really good, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like that part. Chantilly cream is really good. I've had that before. The the cherries mm. failed Maddie horribly, and the way they mean, looked, yeah, yeah. Didn't look good. They did Brew not, liked the taste. But. Yeah, no, I mean, like I feel like any cherries you have soaked in anything is going to be, you know, they're not going to look great, but um, yeah, no, the Chantilly cream, like I, uh, when, when I heard the song Chantilly lace uh, and then watched bake off and I was like, Oh, I had to go look up Chantilly cream and the, the whole, the really, really light uh, texture to that. And the, and the fact that it's almost like a, a, a whipped, a whipped topping as opposed to a, a, like a, a puddingy topping. I was like, mm, yes, yes, please. And mm-hmm. thank you because that is, uh, yep. That sounds delicious. Yeah. They all sounded pretty good. What about you, Wendy? I thought that, um, they seemed to be most impressed with Maddie's because the bake was good. That's what they kept talking about is that it had that crispy eclair, which I don't think the other two exactly had. Um, and I think mm-hmm. Josh was probably a close second. They loved his flavors. They liked um, the way they were filled. They said they were perfectly filled. Um, and I think, Dan, they liked the flavors, but the bake wasn't good. It was pretty clear to me the whole time that Dan was trailing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I thought yeah. I I thought the opposite. Not the Dan was not trailing, but sorry, I was I was thinking that 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 Josh um, had a, a a clear lead. I thought so the, too, actually. Yeah, after the uh, after the signature, um, that that was, again, that's just my impression. Um, but you know, it, absolutely, they talked about how how good Maddie's baking was. Maybe Bruce said it's the first one that's properly firm. Mm-hmm. And- crispy yeah. or something like that um and 
I mean, and he struggled so much with like delicate baking. I mean, he, he said, he, I think he said it, right? He was saying that he had avoided shoe the entire mm-hmm. season. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I'm not going to do this until they force me to. And then he did it, you know, did it well enough and relied <coughs> on somebody else to, to fail. Um, and sometimes and his, that's what it takes. His key personality trait, which I didn't get for a while is that he underestimates himself Mm. and doesn't give himself enough credit. And that's why I think I underestimated him because he just came off like, ah, he's a good guy, but he just is kind of not serious or he doesn't, he, he thought little of himself and I just sort of subconsciously went along with it. Uh, so uh, I know we're not supposed to talk about this yet, but that was one reason why I was so glad he won. It was so great. <laughs> but I also think sometimes that stops you from getting the best of yourself. Like, I, I absolutely think Tasha had the technical skills to win this whole thing, but she got in her head and she let yeah. the nerves really mm-hmm. get to her. A couple episodes. I agree. And, and I think and, maybe uh, Maddie, didn't Maddie have, was yeah. able to enjoy it the whole time. Yeah. And like uh, Prue, I think, said at the end, he just was there having a good time, also taking in everything we were telling him and applying it. So that's just perfect. If you can stay in that sort of loose, open place where you're still uh, driven and going for it, but you're not like all tight and in your head, like you're saying, Wendy, that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think that Saku was very similar to Maddie in that uh, almost that that I'm I'm just happy to be here uh, yeah. vibe and <laughs> hey as far as I make it I, as far as as far as I make it and you know I, I didn't even apply to this but you didn't <laughs> so even apply great. oh yeah Ma- Laura applied yeah. for me <laughs> I was like yeah. what <laughs> that was a revelation <laughs> yeah yeah so good it's adorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Rima? Uh, what was your did anything stand out for you in the eclairs? I, thought, I mean, I thought they all looked really great, or at least they first all did. when I heard them. You know, I, and I know that you know Dan's his execution wasn't what it should have been. I know his his bakes weren't up to par as maybe what they should have been. I think they said they his eclairs were a little bit soggy and. Paul said he had too much cream, and I'm just like, I don't know. Is that even such a thing? Yeah. Was Dan the one that had the big squares Uh, of chocolate, too, right? On top? And he said, there's too much chocolate on there. And I'm like, screw you, man. I was was like, like, I don't know. (laughs) The rectangle on top of the eclair that covered it. Yeah. It was a cool looking rectangle, I thought. (laughs) Yeah. It was very finely detailed. And, you know, obviously the precision was going into making it look pretty. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but fucking yeah. icing sugar. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate he forgot that before he put them in in the oven. But I mean, I thought they all looked really great. But I think as far as the flavors, it was probably Josh that would probably come out on top for me if I have to choose just one. And I think that his precision, precision and consistency with, you know, all of his eclairs look, you know, consistent and had like same shape and you know, that I always appreciate that. I can't do it myself. So I appreciate it in others, uh, you know, as to how pretty in uniform uh, they come out. And Josh has always been really 
for the most part anyway, pretty consistent with mm-hmm. that. So uh, that was probably uh, the number one for me. But I think that they all looked great and thought that they all did a pretty good job. Uh, let's talk about the technical challenge. Uh, their technical challenge this week was set by Paul, and this was lardy cake slices. <laughs> lardy cakes. I, it's so funny. <laughs> just, I'm like, I had to like That's rewind a very it a couple English times. Sounding like, name. Yeah, I had to keep rewind. I was like, what did they call it? <laughs> lardy cake. <laughs> so, I thought, so these are a British classic. Uh, these lardy cakes, they're described as a cross between a Danish pastry and a bread. And as Paul and Prue were talking, they did mention that, you know, they did need to have patience and they have to allow the structure to remain open and loose. Um, but I know all the bakers, I feel like this, the way that they described it, it sounded like this is something like maybe an older generation would be more familiar with. Well, they said and it was hundreds so, of years old. So. Yeah. <laughs> Which I so love. Like all... one thing about Europe is the culture's old, older, mm-hmm. yeah. goes so far yeah. back so they can pick these dishes that have just been around for so long and it looked you could almost picture once you saw it made like some medieval person grabbing a piece of this and taking a bite out of it well (laughs) do you remember like in the earlier days of uh watching the baking show that whenever they did more historical kind of pieces uh with some of their technical they i mean they went way back to like stuff that you know kings uh you know back in the day king edward or you know henry and all of them used to have served at their tables and you get a little bit of history with it too and and you know no one's really made that in hundreds of years so <laughs> i feel like they kind of were bringing that back a little bit with this lardy cake but I, I don't know this 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 did not look good to me i don't like stuff with fruit in it like that so i was i'm i'll tell you straight up this was not for it me it kind of looked like our fruit cake it looked better actually, than our fruit that's cake. Actually, that, that's like actually really true. Yeah. yeah, it's. I mean, if you or panatone, I mean, anybody ever had panatone? I've heard the I have word. A bad I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Italian bread. <clears throat> I mean, but it's if like they, a like, cake. It, so my understanding, and I mean, I thought that Maddie smearing the lard was so funny. Like, <laughs> That's really so funny. He's just like, I don't know. I'm just going like, to just gonna this push, feels right. But am I just supposed to spread it? I don't know what's going on. Um, and I, I, I was actually really impressed because, I mean, basically they just use the lard like they do with butter with pastry and trying to, you know, to, to, to get it spread out pretty good. And like, you know, watching when Tasha did the, the inverse pastry last week, last week. Yeah. Last week. Um, and she was like, you know, worried about the lamination and the, the layers and and whatnot. I was like, okay, I feel a little bit more confident in understanding what I'm maybe looking for. Um, but then you see both Dan and Josh in like cubes of lard, spread throughout throughout the thing and then maddie's like squish and spread (laughs) and squish and spread and i was like this is gonna end end ugly but like uh, i could i could appreciate their thought process right patience is the key and what paul meant was the prove and what they all heard was the bake and so that was where Dan ended up screwing himself. Like that's where he put himself at a distinct disadvantage is that he misinterpreted the patience 
uh, which uh, I guess they really all did, but um, the, the proving was where it needed. And like, I saw Josh's come out and I was like, Holy shit, that is huge. Um, at least the first prove. His was great. Yeah. yeah, His, his looked like the, 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 the ball of dough, we put it in and it was like, you know, well below the top of the glass bowl. And then he came, brought it out and it was bulging up, up the, the canvas up above or the, the, the covering. I was like, Holy crap. That's that, that, that is a real prove there. Um, and I, I can see where this would be a, one of those during the war, we're going to toss some fruit and some bread in order to get sustenance. Um, and they said it was like to get, to use extra pig fat too. Mm-hmm. Or something. Yeah. Where butter wasn't necessarily available and mm-hmm. they were able to, Hey, we, we just have this extra shit so that we're going to toss it in some bread, I guess. And we're going to make some, make some, we'll call it cake, but it's basically just bread with pig fat. I mean, I'm interested. I would be interested to try it. Did you guys uh, grow up with Crisco? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. I mean, sorry. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hell that's, yeah. That's what, and and yeah. bacon grease on the stove. Yes. Yeah. Like the can yeah. of I mean, Crisco. <laughs> to me, this looked great. I wanted yeah. to try it. I, I, I used to not love fruitcake until Jenny started getting these really moist ones from somewhere and they're actually really good. And so I'm like, oh, okay. But I don't know. This this just reminded me of, like I said, some kind of medieval thing. So I almost felt like it could be a fantasy food or something. I, I thought it looked great. And um, I thought it was hilarious when Allison said to Maddie, do you, do you know what this is? Have you seen this before? And he goes, no. And she goes, oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what it's supposed to look like no no <laughs> oh dear oh dear <laughs> um yeah i i agree like i i can't wait maybe can't wait i would love for lardy cake to become a common D snack now uh, <laughs> because that oh you have you rolled a seven and you got four pieces of lardy cake. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we need to have a lardy cake party. Yeah, there you go. Um, one more thing, uh, Paul. <laughs> so it was interesting because Maddie's was raw. Not, I thought they said it wasn't baked enough, honestly, but whatever the pr- case, it was dense and raw. Josh's was just right. It was like the three bears. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dan's looked... Well, Paul said it looked slightly King Alfred. And so I was like, chat GPT, what, what did he mean by that? And it said, according to legend, King Alfred was hiding from Vikings in the house of a peasant woman. She asked him to watch over some cakes that she was baking on the fire, but he was so distracted by his thoughts that he let them burn. When she came back, she scolded him for being a careless and useless man who could not even do a simple task. She did not recognize him as king. The story's probably not true, but became a very popular in the Middle Ages and later. It was meant to show that even a great king could make mistakes and be humble. So when you say so, someone looks King Alfred or something looks King Alfred. It just means you burnt it to fuck, I guess. Wow. (laughs) Wow. So much, so much in that story. (laughs) It's pretty funny. It's a pretty good story. Yeah. Very relatable to these, uh, these days as well. Not just ancient times. Let me, before we move off of the lardy cakes, I do just like Jason mentioned that they looked good. And, a fruit cake is a cake. 
I'll tell you what, if you give me an ass whack of pastry with a bunch of fucking fruit in it, I'm going to eat the ever living shit out of it. So uh, <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm just saying that like, I, I can appreciate your, your, your viewpoint, Rima. Um, I, I get it, but uh, this, it, I'm not going to say it's up my alley, but I mean, just like, unfortunately, like each of them looked reasonably greasy and I was just like, oh man, I could just imagine the taking the bite out of it and like the the crunch and the the laminate. I, I say lamination now. I'm not thinking of that <laughs> when I'm eating it. I'm I'm thinking of the like the oh my god. I'm like I feel like I'm biting through like six or seven different layers, and it's such bliss. Anyway, I, I would really like to try Paul's lardy cake that he uh, <laughs> that he shared with 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 Prue. Don't get me wrong. I I would still try it. I would try to keep an open mind, but traditionally, something like that is is not for me. I definitely am not a fan of like fruit cakes. And this to me just takes the place of the cake part and just puts it in like a bread. But I mean, it's it's bread, which I love bread and lard. What's not to love? <laughs> And butter, <clears throat> so there's a lot of good key elements that I find appealing there. Just I, I'd probably eat like and pick off the bread and throw the fruit on a plate and <laughs> eat did, around. Or something. Did, did, were, did they use butter? I thought the lard took the place of the butter. I don't. It, I don't think. I they think used butter, in this right. Yeah, I think it was just yeah. the lard, but I think you know. Sorry, yeah, I wasn't. I'm not trying to pick apart it. what you're saying. I was just like, I was just like, wait a minute, because that was like the the lard was the the lamination. And uh, just so that I was make sure that I, I understood what was going on. Well, I thought I I thought maybe they did. I had a note here that they used lard and butter, but I'd have to go back. I know lard was a key, was key. I mean, because it was supposed to be traditional, because that's what you know was used in in like what Jason was saying to use up like you know the the pork fat. Um, but I thought they did use a little bit of butter in in with the. the I've lard, always heard using lard and butter in like pie dough is the best way to go because it gives you the flavor flavor and the consistency oh boy mm -hmm. may have to try some lard and butter <laughs> in my dough. we're all gonna be just eating up some lard and butter <laughs> <laughs> this is the lard so after going diets <laughs> gonna get going diets in January after all this lard and, lard and butter lard is keto holiday. right <laughs> <laughs> That's right. There you go. <laughs> Is butter a carb? Need some weight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's uh, jump into the showstopper. This uh, showstopper for the final was a tiered celebration cake. They were asked to create an elegant tiered celebration cake um, that was inspired by their first ever bake and elevate it into something special. So, Jason, what are your thoughts on the showstopper? I thought it was funny that Paul said Dan knows they like lemon, so it's lucky that this was the first thing you ever baked. He's calling him a liar. Yeah, he really was. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. Dan's like pretending not to understand. Um, but I'll have to say, I mean, Maddie's, Maddie's cake 
from the beginning to end was my favorite chocolate Genoese sandwich with French buttercream and crumbled brownie. I mean, I thought, oh, brownie week was such a disaster on this show, but I guess Maddie knows how to do it. And um, they all had lemony stuff, which I don't care about at all, but the chocolate brownie. And um, I love the little pastel splotches of color he was doing. I thought it looked great, uh, like a smudgy ice cream look or something. And um, I did notice it was leaning and um, that was his, it almost did have been, but it, it was tasty and otherwise attractive enough that it didn't ruin it for everybody. So uh, yeah, that was my favorite. Did look J- Josh, I thought his cakes looked good, but I did, I mean, I don't, you know, they always say one minute left and then they start the decorations and you're like, come on, they didn't really start decorating when there was only 60 seconds left, but still mm-hmm. it kind of looked like it with his, I thought it looks okay, but it doesn't look like a f- bake off final week showstopper decoration to me so i or, understood why they were underwhelmed I by it the did look more of it than the other two though in my opinion i didn't i liked i liked maddie's look better although the gold leaf kind of splotched on there i wasn't so sure about that but i like the gold leaf i think maddie's was maddie's was seriously misshapen if i had went to a bakery and picked that cake up I probably would have been upset about the shape of it. I felt like regardless as if it, if it was the best chocolate I mean, cake you ever had, maybe. like you wouldn't have had an opportunity <laughs> I mean, to try it, but a cake you wanted to look good too. Um, I feel like Maddie is so fast and learning so quickly that if he had two more shots to make that cake, it would be incredibly oh, perfect, yeah. you know? Yeah, absolutely. But even, I mean, it was a little wild, you know, the way that it was all splotched on there that I thought the leaning, you know, you could tell it was a mistake, but it's still, for me anyway, fit within that wildness of it that it, I could more excuse it. But Josh's, as Paul said, well, I wouldn't call it boring, but it's in that direction or something like that. And that's kind of oh, what I thought, harsh. too. And along <laughs> with not being flavorful enough and the look of it that was sort of like, meh, I, I just thought Maddie's looked better, even though it was a little bit messed up. <laughs> so so I'll, I'll disagree. Um, I, I thought that Josh did the same level of piping work as he did on a number of his other showstoppers. Maybe it's not final level week or fi- sorry, final week level, but, but I, I think that, you know, looking back at his chemistry box and his, like the piping was never like, I even, I think I even commented on it during that week that, that the, the piping was not really pretty, but it was on par with this piping. It was the same level of piping and so it's been mediocre the whole way through is what you're saying uh, so in your opinion it was <laughs> in my mediocre. opinion yeah. in, in my yeah. opinion like i like i just like wendy was saying if you were to go walk by a, a a cake and and this is based purely on looks i did not taste it i did not you know, anything like that purely on looks if you walk by a cake window or a a shop window and you see a cake that is leaning versus a cake that may be reasonably piped, but is still, you know, is it looks straight. It's got bright colors. It's got a specific decoration. I think that 
you know, the, the, the one that is more appealing is going to be the one that is maybe simpler, more simply decorated, but is defined. And yes, I think that some of his piping was a little bit, I'm not going to say messy, but like, I, I didn't know what the giant thing was. The giant green thing was until like the very, very like end. A pickle. When, yeah, it looked like a, I looked. I thought it was a jalapeno, and <laughs> um, and I was like, I don't really know what that is, but okay. But apparently, it's a giant melon or something, and and I think he could have been a little bit neater with it. Maddie's when he was actually decorating it and like putting little splotches on, I was like, oh man, that 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 difference in texture is going to look really really good. And then he put the little scraper on it and evened it all out, and I was just like, oh man, I you you not destroyed, but you, you, yeah, you fucked up the thing that I liked about Mm. the, 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 the decoration. I was like, Oh, well shit. So when he brought it out, I was like, okay, well that doesn't look nearly as impressive as I thought it did before when it was textured and it's leaning. And I was like, Oh, well now it just looks like a a cake. I totally agreed with the judges because even before they said anything, I thought, oh, Josh's cake looks kind of boring and the piping isn't great. It looks like you'd find in a supermarket, you know, like down at the Lucky supermarket. And I thought Maddie's, it's leaning a little bit, but it looks much more exciting. And that's kind of what they said, too. Yeah. I mean, difference of opinion. That's the yeah, wonderful thing about stuff. Yeah, it's all subjective for sure. Yeah. Wendy, did you have thoughts? I did think like in the beginning when they talked about what they were doing for their showstoppers, I thought that Dan was trying to go more simple and elegant and Josh was going super ambitious, which is kind of the reverse of what they normally do. And I worried that it was going to trip up Josh. Um, And then like Dan just seemed to be off his game. Um. The whole episode, I think he just, uh, I think he knew it too, because I think even before he finished his showstopper, he knew he wasn't, he needed to knock that showstopper out of the park and he knew he wasn't. And so I think he, he kind of resigned himself. So he didn't seem to take it as hard as I think Josh was really hard to swallow their reaction to his showstopper. I think he seemed upset about it um and i do think like i almost thought based on the information that we got that josh might have been a nudge ahead of maddie but i really think what it came down to is flavors and they were just blown away by maddie's flavors which of course we didn't get to taste I mean, the description sounds Yeah. Amazing. And I mean, Paul yeah. said that chocolate cake was like the best chocolate cake I've had. And that's yeah. saying a lot. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. Pru- and Bruce said all the flavors are perfect, really perfect, Maddie. Nothing wrong except the lean. Yeah. So, yeah, she, she thought, yeah, that yeah. it was, they were really effusive. And for the other two, they were sort of like, eh. like mm-hmm. Paul said, it's just a little bit flawed. And Dan said, okay, work to be done for next week then. Yeah, I think Dan knew. (laughs) And they've loved Maddie's flavors for, I mean, that's what they've been talking about for the last several episodes is how spot on he's been with his flavors. And I mean, I guess, yes, I want my cake that I get from the bakery to look beautiful, but I want it to taste good. That's the big thing. 
No, I, I, I agree with you, Wendy. Um, it's, uh, the, the, the flavors are, are what are key. And again, as, as you say, like we didn't taste them, right? We didn't, we weren't able to dictate the difference in the cake bubbles right. in from one to another and the textures and all that. But I like, and like, I, I would absolutely be thrilled to taste all three of them. Although I will say, and I believe Rima, you talked to last week about macarons. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I guess maybe if Dan had like knocked them out of the park, they, they it would have been super impressive. More but, even, yeah. Um, but it's it, he was so like they they are they are difficult, not under a time crunch, and to add them as an extra. Um, with the uh, you know, in addition to the the white chocolate colors and the the the, the six different cakes that he had, um, I feel like he just he shot himself in the foot and you know, still overplanned. Uh, he has an entire book of of shit to read, but uh, doesn't put make sure you put on icing sugar, but whatever. And, <laughs> right. <sorry. laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I like the the macarons. Are real, like I, I feel like if they had come out well it would have been like oh well he made up for for something else and and really really put himself further into the mix or if his flavors had knocked their socks off because they love lemon and Mm -hmm. i think that was the worst death knell for him was when that's their favorite they love lemon and then the first thing Prue said was we could have had more lemon. That's not good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was, I know I was, th- that was a key thing that, that Prue had said. If you say you're going to make mm-hmm. a lemon cake, then you better deliver a lemon cake. Right. I mean, that's not verbatim what she said, but you know, you have to, if you say you're going to make this and you better deliver it. And- she says that on dates too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and yeah, Dan Dan was criticized for not having enough lemon in his lemon drizzle cake, and I I thought that too. I was like, I saw him like doing his poke holes and just kind of drizzling a little. I'm like, you know, I drown it. Like yeah. I would just pour that shit all over and like let it get to the bottom and let it try to like caramelize a little bit or something. But it would be like full on. I don't know how to hold back on flavor. Like I'm. Always like double on every, <laughs> everything. I agree. I don't want to like bland. He seemed like so, nervous that he was going to overdo it, and so he went the wrong way. Maybe because he was but, talking to himself as if he was Paul. I think he's like, "That's too much lemon, Dan," and he's like, "Oh, sorry," or something like that. <laughs> Poor guy, <laughs> traumatized. I I almost and Wendy, I think you made a good point as far as like you know dan kind of knowing while he's making his showstopper that like okay i've already goofed on a couple of these things and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna pull this off and i know i'm i'm not gonna win this thing but i i wonder a little even before as as he was going into the showstopper before he even started because he he 
I know that they don't look at the technical, I don't think, unless they have to. Mm-hmm. I feel like most times they kind of just throw out the technical. It's it's their Yeah, me too. Skills. I know. Yeah. So I don't, like, I mean, Paul I Paul even forgot and, who won, who lost. The yeah. T- oh, yeah, that's right. He lost. Like, he yeah. didn't care. <laughs> I think unless it's like close on everything, I think mm-hmm. if all the signatures, all the showstoppers are really tight, then they might look at the technical to say, okay, well, who, who did better? But I think for the most part, they throw out the technical. So if they're going just by like the signature... Dan, you know, fell short there in in um, the signature and didn't do as well. He he didn't do well in the technical, and I I think he saw how you know great Maddie and Josh did, and I wonder if he was just kind of phoning in the showstopper a little bit because I I feel like and maybe maybe he just was having a bad day, maybe. Things did not go his way when they mentioned the macarons. And he's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened. You know, it didn't sound like it was his first day making a macaron. But or, or for some like, reason that day, did, they kind of failed. had you already tasted them? Like, didn't you know they were underbaked? Yeah, I, I thought that was weird. Yeah. I don't think he was chocolate. phoning it in, though. I, I think he was trying his best, but he just kind of choked. Well, I think he, he still tried to a degree, but I just... I, I feel I think like he's trying he, his best because, like, why would you not? I, he didn't even know for sure at the end if he lost. He's like, oh, I maybe, you know. So he's still I don't in know, it. Just something about his attitude and like things he would say, like when his white chocolate collar was too small and, you know, he called it dog's dinner, you know, and he's like, oh, I'll just cover it up with some macarons. They'll, they'll never notice. And I don't know, just comments he made. It just sounded like he was already pretty down on himself and that he's like, I know I'm not going to. I'm, this is not gonna, Aww. you yeah. know, go go the way that I wanted to. And I felt really, really bad. You know, I thought, you know, I, I've given Dan a hard time, or at least his bakes anyway. I like Dan, but you know, if you know, sometimes question some of his choices and things that he's done throughout the weeks. But you know, seeing him with his kids, you know, this mm-hmm. week, you know, we got the the bits with the family and stuff, and seeing him with his kids, and you know how uh, devoted he is to them, and then to kind of see in. You know, when he's not with his kids, when he's in the tent, in the final, he's the oldest contestant. You know, Maddie and Josh are younger. And it was cute to see him kind of play a little bit of a, a dad role with them. Like, yeah. you know, I forgot my sugar right, on my eclairs. Did you get yours? Did you get yours? And he called, he said, good lad. And yeah. I thought that was so sweet. So uh, it was it was sad because, you know, he seemed so happy and smiley when his mom was showing pictures of him as a kid and growing up. He's just smiling and everything, just like a happy Yeah, happy that fella. was so cute. Yeah, so... Uh, but I don't know. I just I feel like I still don't know where I've landed on on uh, how the showstopper went. I I would love to taste Maddie's uh, chocolate and Genoese. I just mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, he's probably going to have a cookbook and I'm going to have to buy the dark and get that <laughs> recipe uh, because that I'm like, I, I'm I've got to try this cake that. Paul said was like one of the best chocolate Mm -hmm. cakes he's had and reminds him of what and I thought that was really key when he says oh that reminds me of of birthday cakes I've had as a kid I was like uh oh Mm -hmm. that definitely swung in Maddie's favor it's like that uh, ratatouille Um, when the the critic eats a bite of it and just gets zapped back to his childhood (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was probably pretty pretty key moment and uh, that really helped uh tip the hat a little bit in Maddie's favor. So I'm dying to try that, but I was disappointed by by the leaning. Uh, and if I'm judging it just by that, I was disappointed. But you know, when you look at what Josh has done, like look his, um, oh gosh, was 
did he do that cow? Yes. What the heck yes. did he do? You know, when you look at the piping, when you yeah. look at and that was how beautiful. he's finished. Yeah, all these things that I'm just like, and maybe it was a time. Maybe, you know, you, you made a good point when, when you said it was kind of flipped a little this week where Dan tries to pull back just a little bit and keep it a little mm-hmm. bit more simple. Josh gets a little bit more ambitious. And I don't know if it was a time thing, because I know I don't buy the whole one minute left, you know, and that whole editing thing. I'm like, nope, that's that's BS. Although I do feel like they, yes, do run out of time, but I feel like they edit, uh, edit it a certain way. But I do think if he'd had more time, if, if time wasn't, a, a, you know, um, if he wasn't held to that, if he had all day for that cake to kind of set and he could have made that decoration he could he still could have followed through with his garden theme but maybe perfected it 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 didn't look sloppy it just didn't look finished was all to me and it was a simple design but i still thought it was really beautiful which one are we talking about now so, josh. josh oh josh oh. when uh, they were showing um this is awful but dan home with his kids i was like okay where's his wife and then just now, as we didn't see her, right? We didn't see him. I, I don't think so. I think mom. there were some shots of them together when everybody was in the field. Yeah, I think when everybody. Oh, so he, he's married. I think I saw I saw a woman with the kids and him assumed it was okay. his wife, but I could be wrong. Because they didn't show her. So and I did think I'm that like, was odd. So I don't know. I'm like, OK, is he divorced? And then I'm like, this is awful. But it's like the tone of this show is so uplifting. And I love that about it so much. But you could also just show completely different types of moments of him yelling at his kids at home <laughs> or something like that. And we'd have a whole different opinion, you know. That's right. Because. <laughs> You, there, you know, there's all kinds of different moments. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't, we don't see them all. That's for sure. <laughs> no, that'd be a different show. It'd be a very different show. It'd be yeah, more like so, American reality TV. Yeah, for sure, because we're terrible here. Uh, I don't know, but I was, it, it, I was really sad for Josh though, because I really thought, you know, when Paul says, you know, oh. It, Boring's a strong word, but that you know it's close. And I was just like, tough. "Oh, that was, was like, tough." Oh. And just, and he just stood there and had a reaction, but yet it wasn't a strong reaction. And I was just, mm-hmm. I, my heart fell for him. And again, though, they did comment though on his flavors, which they said weren't quite there, like they couldn't taste yeah. the apple. I thought it was and, a totally fair comment based on their description and what i could see there and it was actually nicer than he could have been he could have just said i'm sorry but it's boring (laughs) you know yeah maybe they really made a point to talk about the flavors like if you say you're going to make this flavor of a cake you have to deliver it and both uh josh and dan didn't deliver but maddie did and his only flaw, they said, was the lean. So if they're judging it based off that, I guess I have to do go with what they said. And I, but it I made think me it really was sad. close enough because they were going back in to taste everything. So I think it was close mm-hmm. enough that they needed to go back in and taste everything, which makes sense because then flavors was what was going to win the day. And that was Maddie. I always wonder, they don't show this, and so maybe they don't, but again, I know that there's editing involved. I always wonder if 
when they're trying each person's bakes and there's just a whole variety of flavors. Do they ever do like a palate cleanser kind of thing? You know, how do they, you know, if you have certain strong flavors from one thing that you've just tasted and ate and then you go to something else that has entirely different flavors, does that allow, you know, what, what, what's that like? I don't, this is not like a huge deal. It's totally off topic, but I, I, I always think about that whenever they're trying, you know, all the different, um, different bakes and yeah, such. Yeah, I agree. To, to be fair, I, I, you know, I, I can also, especially during the first, you know, what six weeks, where they're trying twelve different things, or you know, ten different things, or seven different things, or whatever. I mean, that probably a spit cup that, that they that they don't uh, show. <laughs> like, okay, uh, yeah. that was Just you know, and spit. Yeah, all right, mm, I can get the, I can That's get that good. one bite, and then. <laughs> All right, I don't want to. I don't want to eat that matcha. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think, like on Top Chef, there's been a couple things where, like, Padma spit my food out. Like, that's not good. <laughs> Oof! No, it's not. So I think uh, Paul he most of the time well there's definitely times where he's like i'm not gonna eat that <laughs> he won't even take a bite yeah if it's raw it's not they cooked. won't yeah, yeah when yeah. it's raw but there's been cooked. times where he put it in his yeah. mouth and then he's like oh that's raw so he didn't catch it gosh i would just cry there i don't know i don't know how they do it because i would just crumble whether it was good or bad i would just crumble my anxiety could never standing there in front of paul and prue presenting them something that I've baked just never and it would they make me so nervous like when they're walking they have to pick up their showstopper from their table and walk it up in front of Paul and Prue and I'd be like can someone else carry this I know because I promise you I'm gonna I have two left feet I'm gonna trip <laughs> yep. and I'm always gonna... afraid they're gonna do I was with uh especially Josh in this one he's like yeah Ugh. he looked like it was he looked a little awkward yeah yeah, I thought I it was just picture it just tumbling down. <laughs> yeah, yes. I thought it was really cool that Maddie had never made a stacked cake before this week. He said, mm-hmm. "That's really amazing." I was like, mm-hmm. "Really? Wow!" Yeah. I I will also uh, comment on the fact that we got our first bleep from Maddie. Uh, yeah. Bleep of the season yeah. from Maddie. He's like, oh fuck. <laughs> like, oh. Oh. Well, he was decorating his cake at the end, and he goes, the "I'll gold leaf the bleep out of this." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> more gold just, leaf, more gold leaf. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, but, and then I, I, I think he's. Uh, I thought he said I did a shit job with the dowels, or mm. maybe wasn't shit job, but. Uh, like it's got a bit of lean. Oh, it's it's a uh, artistic uh, impression. It's uh, like oh, yeah, just pretend that that's what that's what you're trying for. J- Rima and Wendy, do you know Eric Nordhoff, James's old partner of Walk- Walker Stalker, James and Eric? I don't think so. I met him once, but I don't uh, like know him. But I know who Maddie reminds me of, like a young him. The way he kind of looks, and he's always like smiling joking around mm-hmm. and stuff <laughs> i can see that all right anything else to say about the showstoppers for the final i thought it was adorable that josh picked up baking from his nan oh and yeah. that Such an amazing he, story she wanted him to do the bake off and 
you could tell his mom was like, you should have done it before she died. <laughs> but uh, it was still really sweet. See, I thought what they yeah. were saying was he had tried out while oh, she maybe. was alive okay. and hadn't I, gotten They weren't it. clear. Oh, I yeah, think they maybe. said this was his second time around oh, okay. with trying out. Mm. Um, that was really sweet. I thought Maddie's family was really sweet. Um, his now fiance Laura. Oh, so really awesome. nice. And and then like his dad seemed a little clueless and like was like, I don't really <laughs> yeah, understand. So <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> any like, of this. What you make our making? cake? The lemon cake. Oh yeah. yeah. And his wife oh yeah, that was like, good. And his wife is like, well, he made us our anniversary cake. And he's like, <laughs> he did? Yeah, he did. But oh, then yeah, I saw good. him on the sidelines in the field, like really cheering him on. So I thought that was yeah. nice. Like I don't I, know what's going on, but I'm so proud of yeah. you. You know, <laughs> the way the his wife rolled her eyes at him, it's like he does that all the time. You can uh-huh. tell. Yeah, <laughs> it's clueless. It's funny. <laughs> I had forgotten about the 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 pre family bits. Um, that they do on the final and so great. Like, it was, it, yeah, the, the first like 20 minutes of the show, I was just like, this is so heartwarming mm-hmm. and, yeah. uh, you know, seeing, seeing everybody with their families and the interviews and, and, you know, oh, I've, been, I've been lying to my kids for you know, 10 <laughs> weeks. <laughs> yeah, <they're laughs> so bad. I tell my kids not to lie. <laughs> I'm, I'm more disappointed in you, dad. I'm not angry. Yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> And they're like, what are you doing, Dad? Oh, I'm just making a cake in the shape of a guitar. Okay, whatever. (laughs) But I really liked that Maddie, uh, he he didn't even apply. I'm like, what? And then his girlfriend did it. And she's like, yeah, I always tell him he's great, but he won't believe me. So I had to, you know, do this. And he goes, she says, I don't know when the penny's going to drop that he's good at baking. And I'm like, yeah, he's in the finals of the Great British Baking Show. And he still doesn't (laughs) believe it, you know. But um, that just made him so, um, yeah, appealing and it was really you know. sweet. Yeah, I liked seeing all the other eliminated bakers. Saku, Christy was seemed really excited not mm-hmm. to be baking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pressure was gone. Yeah, because yeah. I think she she um, I think she did well, but I think she it really caused her a lot of anxiety. Um. Mm-hmm. It was so good because I I don't remember last season. I think the last two seasons, right? They haven't had the bake the other contestants come back for the party at the end because of COVID, oh, right. and that was such a just huge uh, omission. You know, yeah. it, was, it was so nice in previous seasons to always see them back. So it was such a bummer not to see them, but now they're all back. So it was like, oh, good. It's like the old bake off again. Yeah. So nice to see. Yeah. It was very nice. I love that. Definitely flavor of the old bake off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, having them all back in a big crowd there, all the family, kids, and a nice mm-hmm. little garden party with rain. And how it was rainy at first, and then the sun came out. It was just so perfect. Mm-hmm. I think they probably just had that fake rain just to make it nice later on, to make it look like it was an act of God or something. Um, but I liked when Keith said uh, they were asking all of them who they thought was going to win. And he goes, well, it's kind of like asking a parent to pick their favorite child. It's a difficult call. Josh. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yes. just, that was really funny. Like, just rolled. <laughs> it's perfect. Like, I mean, I thought, I thought that, uh, that Tasha's, like, she 
I'm not just, she didn't just call it, but she was like, I think Maddie might pull it out. Like, I think she might, he might surprise him. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like they had gotten reasonably close mm-hmm. during the, during yeah. the, you know, during, during the, the season. And, um, and she really kind of, I, th- I feel like she saw the same stuff that Laura did, um, when she was pushing him to, 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 to compete. Yeah, I think I saw those two gravitate towards each other a lot, like when they were finished with the bake or something and they were all just feeling kind of relief. I remember a couple of times seeing Tasha and Maddie kind of going to each other and giving each other a hug, like, whew, we got through that one or that was really brilliant, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think those two did definitely have a little bit yeah. more uh, something special. But it was one of my favorite moments, you know, after when they do the little after yeah. after the show. Getting to see all of them getting together um, outside of the tent and outside of baking, just I cried like a baby. I do every single (laughs) season of the Bake Off at the end when they do the little so-and-so went and visited you know these people and they went on a road trip and they just went around and visited all the other bakers and they're showing all the the pictures and stuff so nikki and saku you know got together and did this road trip and i just i'm crying i want a road I'm trip like, with nikki and saku like <laughs> that sounds like a really good time that sounds like the best time yeah and I, maddie I and laura get, never be get married next year yep yeah, which I thought they were gonna say she was pregnant because they showed like both hands over her. Yeah, belly. No, I, I saw that too. I was like, <laughs> I wonder oh, if that's kind of right. what they were saying without saying. It, I but thought I he know. might propose right there and then. I thought that's what he was, <laughs> like he was going to. Yeah, it almost that'd be a good time. <laughs> but I thought they were already engaged, though. I thought he yeah, they called her fiance. So then maybe yeah, yeah that yeah, makes so. sense. Yeah. yeah, but can I say my Still. favorite moment? And the whole of course. episode was when Allison yeah. asked Josh, what are you going to miss most from the tent? And he goes, you, of course. And she hugged him and goes, that's the right answer. And I'm like, oh, that was a cute little bake-off moment. And then you see Noel right behind Noel. him. <laughs> Allison's just informed me she asked you what you were going to miss most from the tent. And you said you to her. Absolutely furious. Thought we had something, Josh. <laughs> Seven years I've been doing this, Josh. Seven years. <laughs> well, and when Allison's like, oh, can I please announce uh, the, the final, uh, you know, the winner. Baker, the winner of the show? And he's like, yeah, you might as well. It's going to be your only season. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I love those two together. I think Allison's been a great addition. I do, yeah. too. I really yeah. hope she's, she's back again. I just, I I'm think sure she will. She's, she has such a, just a big, lovely, bubbly personality and that boisterous laugh and easy, you know, uh, you know, conversation with the bakers and such. And then her and Noel, I think are just great together. So really hope they keep her uh, for a while. Yeah, I agree. Completely agree. I think that they ended the show outside of the, you know, like the what's been going on since on my favorite part where Maddie's literally just wandering around the field with this cake stand and flowers. <laughs> <laughs> he's like goes into the camera and Paul's like, look at this idiot. Get out of the camera shot. And he's just laughing. Me, my moment. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And they pause was, it mid laugh. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I was I was laughing so hard. I was like that would be me. I'd be like, I got these flowers, this cake thing. I don't know where to I don't know where to put them. Uh, yeah. Just, 
wandering around, you know, oh, am I am I saying goodbye to people? I feel like that was like in the middle of the thing, like after he had been awarded it, but mm-hmm. it was yeah. But yeah, they're doing like, oh, like well, that was reactions just, afterwards. Yes, yeah. and that was reaction. that was just too good, and they were like, oh, we gotta we gotta oh, get yeah. this in. They're so good about picking what to show. I'm sure they have to pick and choose, but yeah, they edit together so well. I liked when Noel asked, you know, Paul and Prue to leave for the technical and it's the last technical challenge. So, you know what they're, where they're going. Allison's like, where are they going to make sweet, sweet love, (laughs) (laughs) which I was like, I I can't imagine any American show like this. Somebody saying that and having it go over, but Noel's the one who can get away with it. Yeah. (laughs) This is your final signature. So you'll be baking in the nude. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I liked all of the group photos as they're all getting together and doing the different things. And like I said, I was just crying the entire time. Cause it really does remind me of like our group, mm-hmm. you know, when, yeah. when we all get together I thought uh, about that too. annually. Yeah. When we can annually or just some of the Zeds that do live a little bit closer and then, you know, just by chance on a weekend meet up and, you know, for, for coffee or trivia and, mm-hmm. you know, just things like that. And it just, Warms my heart, and then everyone will throw the pictures up there in the group, like, "Oh, look who I saw this weekend," or "Look who I ran into," and it just makes me happy. Um, but uh, you know, just seeing the bakers and such, getting to know them throughout the season, it just it warmed my heart, but definitely pulled at my heartstrings, reminding me of the group. But then we get all of those group shots, and look at what they're doing, and look where they're going, and and then we see Abby all alone foraging in the woods, and I'm like, she was not in any group shots at all, and there she is just alone foraging in the woods. I'm like, what about Abby? What they couldn't find her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, off, off in the woods by herself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, some really, really great moments. That That was some of my favorites, though. It felt. I don't know if it, if I'm just not remembering, but it felt like this ending sequence just hit even harder than usual, because I was bawling too. Yeah, <laughs> it was just so a heartfelt. Yeah, and great. I think it really did help that Maddie's such a good guy, and that he had underestimated himself, mm-hmm. and and it was about other people saying, "You are good, dude. Just believe it." And then at the end, after the showstoppers, he was like maybe that was enough. Like maybe, maybe (laughs) I did it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a good feeling. And I, I totally underestimated him, as I said. So I I was happy to be wrong. I mean, how many, how many weeks did I talk shit about Maddie, about him flaring out? I mean, yeah, I said, I said, prove me wrong. More than happy to admit (laughs) that I was wrong. And I am, I am thrilled for him. Uh, That is super exciting. I will say that, and you guys kind of mentioned it, but like I was, gutted for josh like you yeah. could you could just see yeah. it on his face and so he's just like hard. so close like he's like he, he like you know they announced it and he's just like okay that's uh that's the thing and he's like the like, cake was leaning oh. his cake was <laughs> leaning <laughs> well, they even made a point to like when they were editing all together and Josh was putting like his final layers and he's being so careful. Yeah, don't want it to right. lean. <laughs> yep. And then that had to be like the one, <laughs> you know, mistake with Maddie's. And I was like, Oh, they just really put that out there. But 
Yeah. He got second. Yeah, That's really pretty bad. good. Oh yeah, it's amazing. It's <laughs> definitely nothing to hang hang their head about. I mean, I know it had to be just crushing, but just to be in that final. I mean, yeah. holy cow. All good guys too. Mm-hmm. Like I would have been yeah. happy with any of them winning just based on personality mm-hmm. and the way they all hugged each yeah. other at the end and it was and then when um Maddie won, then you cut over to the, Josh and Dan doing their separate reactions. They're like, oh, yeah, I'm just really happy for him. Such a great guy. It's really nice. Yeah. We need more of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you notice when they asked uh, the other ex contestants who they thought would win? Dana, remember Dana? Mm-hmm. She said, maybe Josh. She did that thing again. Oh. She's always saying <laughs> the notice. last. Adding a little thing at the end. <laughs> I love their acts, all their different accents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many countries are in this country? Yeah. <laughs> it's a melting pot at this point. Mm-hmm. So I got some cake pans and I told my family I'm making the signature Great British Baking Show. Paul Holly was chocolate fudge cake with the raspberries for Christmas. So now I have to do it. Rima made it. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, I made it. Good mm-hmm. luck. <laughs> your your ganache looked good, good right? Rima, you say your ganache? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it you got, you got the mirror. You got, yeah, you yeah, got the mirror. The, I had mm-hmm. the beautiful. Would you be proud to present that to Paul and Prue? No. <laughs> No, it the ganache turned out really well, but it wasn't as like I I was crunched for time. I did fall victim to time, much like our bakers each week. Did you have so the bake off music still... playing in the background? <laughs> <laughs> bakers, no, you have I didn't. Five no. seconds left. <laughs> That's right. Julie's off of the corner. Mom, you have thirty minutes left. <laughs> she yeah, she's like, I can't believe you're doing that. That looks like so much work, and I'm like, it is. It was a lot of work. I mean, it was worth it. It was absolutely delicious. Um, but it. Yeah, it was a lot. And it was very, I mean, I, I think it'll definitely be something you love, Jason, because I know you love chocolate a lot. Oh, and yeah. I think, Greg, it'd totally be, I know you love chocolate. Mm-hmm. Well, Wendy, you do too. I think it, I do too, but it was very, I think probably a little bit more fudgy than what rich. I expected it to be. Very, very rich. Yeah. Uh, but it was absolutely delicious. But uh, make sure you got the time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'll take all day. When I get those blue aprons and it says it's gonna take 35 minutes, I know to give myself an hour and a half. Yeah. (laughs) You know, at least. Well, that's awesome. Take pictures so we can we can see it and let us know. um, You know how it turned out. So, I mean, it was good. For better or worse, I will. Yeah. I would have presented mine in front of Paul and Peru, but I still oh. thought it was, you know, I was proud of it. I was like, yeah, look at look that, good. damn it. Uh, I am going to make, and my daughter doesn't listen to any of this, thank goodness, but her birthday is coming up next week. So I'm going to make her some macarons for nice. her birthday. Oh. That was not in any of the challenges, but, you know, some, I mean, Dan did have it mm-hmm. in his decoration, but that's like her favorite ever. And usually I'll buy them for her from a really nice bakery. Uh, but I'm like, you know what? I'll just ruin her day and make them myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
<laughs> sure. I thought, they turn out. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a caterpillar cake, and I was like, <laughs> she would not appreciate a caterpillar cake <laughs> at all. So. But I'm going to brave it. I know they're difficult, but I'm up to the challenge. I saw like, you know, some, I think, recipes that would be okay for like a, a, a you know, a beginner macaron recipe. So I'm going to go for it. I'll let everyone know how they turn yeah, out. Yeah, I'm curious. Yeah, my first time. But it's one thing about, you know, this show, it always gets me, you know, in the baking mm-hmm. mood. Always wanted to, I, and it was kismet because just before we started recording, and I was on TikTok killing a couple minutes time. And what did I see a recipe for? Sausage rolls. Ah, yeah, nice. Yeah, those sounded good too. So, mm. yeah, I, I can't stop thinking about those sausage rolls. So we'll have to try those too. Any final thoughts or notes on the episode before we move on to listener feedback? I would just say next that head meeting, we should like definitely get a big tent. Maybe not smoke, but uh, at least a big tent and have a big party, big garden party. Yes. Oh, that sounds lovely. It'd be fun to have a Zed head get together when Bake Off is airing and all watch it together and then maybe have some people bake something the next day. We can all help. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. I'm up for that. Hell I'm yeah. Up for that. Yeah. But can we go somewhere warm this time? Yes, please. <laughs> do that get in a tent. Yeah, and we'll, I was going to say, then, then we'll have uh, you know, pastry where you have to put it in the freezer every 10 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Butter's melting. <laughs> it's going to ruin my lamination. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on then to listener feedback. Uh, we had some great listeners that uh, chimed in in the hour time limit that I gave them. <laughs> to provide some feedback. So, Jason, you want to take that first one? Sure. Jamie Dimmick says, I say this every year, but this might be my favorite season. I honestly would have been ha- happy no matter who won. Yeah, I felt the same. My absolute favorite part is the very end when you see the contestants have remained friends, except for the one who was forging in the woods. <laughs> Abby. <laughs> I added forging. that last bit. Poor Abby. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy, you want to take the next one? Scott. Widom says, overall, I think Josh was the better baker, but Maddie was worthy and the most improved. Yeah. I could agree with that. Yeah, I, I want to see Maddie in 10 years, like what he's going to be doing, because he, it, his, we just watched him get so much better mm-hmm. from week to week. He's like, you know, he's that young spongy. I'm sure he uh, is going to do real well for himself. Yeah, and I I think that Maddie, I mean, it's debatable. It was close finale, mm-hmm. but I think Maddie at least according to the judges edged Josh out this week, but I think if you were to judge it on overall performance somehow, even though it's all fairly subjective, that Josh would have been the right choice because mm-hmm. I think he was more consistently better. But mm-hmm. it, it matters what they did this week. That's right. And that's fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Maddie's a teacher. I wonder if, I don't know if that had anything to do with just being able to take what he was learning and just mm. keep like plunging forward and, and absorbing all of the feedback that they were giving him and learning and learning from the other bakers and such. Uh, I don't know, but yeah, he was most improved and I, they're just all so relatable because they're all amateurs. You know, they don't do this for a living. They're all just regular people, regular jobs. And this is just a hobby and a passion and um, skilled at it. So it 
Makes me believe I can make macarons. <laughs> <next week>. <laughs> I <laughs> believe in you. You can do For it. For sure. You can absolutely do it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Appreciate the vote of confidence. All right. Well, there is no bake-off for us this week. That That is the finals. Uh, we'll see if we'll be back for next season, um, you know, depending on when that comes back and what else is going on. I know we always, I always say, oh, I just don't have time. I don't have time. But I don't know, somehow I always make time for this because it's so darn fun. And hope you guys uh, come along with me um, next yeah, year. Yeah, I'm glad you guys covered it. Yeah, I appreciate Great. you covering yeah. it. Got me watching it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To feel good, we can all use that, especially this time of year. I think sometimes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if you're interested uh, here on Strange Indeed, Paik and I are uh, also covering the fall of the House of Usher on Netflix. That is also moving into its final episode next week. We'll be uh, doing the uh, coverage on the series finale for that show. Just absolutely in love with that show. Can't wait to talk about it. Uh, a lot of great things that are happening. So hopefully y'all are joining um, us for that. We're having a really good time with it. So um, Jason, how about you? What have you got going on lately? I think you've got a pretty full plate. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about that? <laughs> yeah. If you guys like uh, Bake Off, you should check out Squid Game. It's kind of similar. <laughs> After you watch Squid Games, coming back here for the there's cookies and it's a reality show. It's great. Yeah, (laughs) very similar. Feel good. So yeah, it's got a vibe to it. Um, I'm doing Squid Game cast where we're covering the original Squid Game, which is horrific and highly toxic, um, but it's brilliant, I think. And they're doing a Squid Game challenge reality show that's based on the Squid Game right now, which is sort of wrong given that the original squid game was sort of critical of doing that kind of a thing. And then they actually go ahead and do it. But, uh, it's, I got to admit, it's a fascinating watch and it's, um, the kind of show where you got to keep binging through. So me and Jonathan and Daphne have been um, covering those and that's been a ton of fun. And then over on um, the cast of us, Lucy and I went back to the beginning of the walking dead and started our rewatch. So we've, we're just finishing up season one uh, this week here. And then we'll, we're going to do return of the living dead. We'll take a little break and cover that movie. And then we'll go back into walking dead season two. Um, that's pretty much all I have going on right now, aside from all the Patreon stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Always keeps you busy. Yeah. Yeah. You can find all of that at podcastica.com, along with all uh, kinds of other great podcasts from our mutual friends, including Yellow Jackets and Handmaid's Tale, which Wendy um, has been a part of. Wheel of Time um, with Greg. Uh, I really have to get on that. Uh, I keep hearing so many great things. They really, they really did well in season two and like they, they, they picked it up and really kind of amplified the quality, uh, especially the second half of season two. But I, but Penny and I think that Remo would love extraordinary even more probably. Oh yeah. yeah. (laughs) Extraordinary is, I mean, it is, it is probably my favorite. I mean, I say that Ted Lasso is my favorite half hour comedy but extraordinary is up there like it's it's pretty good (laughs) i i definitely definitely got bumped on my list as we were talking about it the other night and i was kind of getting some non-spoilery uh descriptions i was like okay that might have moved it up up (laughs) the list a little bit for me so i'll definitely have to check that out um but yeah yeah all on podcastica.com so i I appreciate those recommendations 
All right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for being with me for this coverage. This was thank this you. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. It was it was an awesome season. It was a ton of fun. Yep. On your marks. Get set. Bake. Bake.